Welcome to Marksman, a podcast for men who have been marked by Christ and who are aiming their lives at Christ's likeness. I'm Mark Spellman, your host. I want to welcome you to the podcast. Welcome to the conversation. Glad you're listening today or perhaps watching today. So whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on a podcast platform, I hope you'll share this with other men. Let's get some more men joining us in the Word of God here on Marksman, because we're aiming our lives together, men, at Christ likeness. That's the goal, to just look just like Jesus. Amen. To live just like Jesus. Amen. He said, follow me. He didn't make that invitation and give that invitation unless he, if, unless it's possible that we follow him. Amen. And so here on Marksman, we're following Jesus, walking with him. And uh, we've been in a study, a conversation out of Acts chapter 20. And if you missed any of the previous podcasts, go back, check them out. Each one kind of stands alone, but it is kind of in a series of conversations. And today we're going to focus out of Acts twenty twenty four. As men, we're doing life in community. At least I hope you are. I hope you're part of a local assembly, a, a local um, gathering of believers, whatever that expression looks like, whether it's in a house church or a maybe a building, you know, that's more of a common understood gathering place, whatever it looks like, because this podcast is going around the world. And when you go around the world and you travel much, you'll find out that when the church gathers, sometimes it looks different from nation to nation and from city to city, region to region. And so wherever you're gathering, I just pray that you're gathering because the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together and all the more as you see the day approaching. And that day is definitely approaching. Jesus is about to return. And uh, I'll share a little joke with you here real quick before we dig further. You know, I saw a, uh, a t-shirt one time that said, Jesus is coming. Look busy. <laughs> You know, kind of like when, you know, you're with the guys at work and the boss is getting ready to walk in and say, the boss is coming in, look busy. Well, you know, that's actually, it's funny, but it's kind of sad. Um, it shouldn't be that way. We should be, whether we are, you know, because we're to do our work as unto the Lord and not as unto men. Colossians 3 talks about that, that we're not just working as men pleasers, we're working as unto the Lord. So whether the boss is watching or the boss is not, we should always be doing work as unto the Lord with excellence and with uh, faithfulness. Well, so I said that just kind of as a joke, but, uh, you know, we really should learn from that and make sure we're not living that way. So Jesus is coming. That is true. So it's not just about looking busy. It is about being busy, doing the work of God, doing what God's called us to do. And one of the things we do, we do in community. We do it with other believers. We work together with other believers. And so here Paul in Acts 20 is getting ready to leave the region of Ephesus. The elders of Ephesus have come out to greet him to send him off, to pray for him. And he's told him that I'm probably not going to see your face anymore. And so this is, you know, weighing on them. This is a, this is a sober moment, but he's told them, you know, I taught you publicly. Acts 20 talks about this. I taught you publicly. I taught you from house to house. I was with you in all different seasons and I've been very humble in your midst. 
And he said, I've taught about repentance towards God and faith towards Jesus. He said, and yet I'm going to Jerusalem, and I know I'm going to face further trouble, further difficulties. If you missed any of the previous podcasts, we dealt a lot with that. But now let's continue reading in verse 24. This is kind of our, our text, and then we're going to read beyond it now. Acts twenty twenty four. Paul writes, But none of these things move me, neither do I count my life dear to myself, so that I might finish my course, and I might finish it with joy, and the ministry that I received of the Lord Jesus to testify of the gospel of the grace of God. For I know, behold, I know that I have gone preaching among you the kingdom of God, and you're not going to see my face anymore. Wherefore, I take you record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. Back to what he said earlier. I didn't withhold anything that I needed to tell you, anything that was going to help you. In other words, he didn't just tell them the things they wanted to hear right? He told them the things they needed to hear. I've heard it said this way. It's not what I'm doing right. That's hurting my life. It's what I'm doing wrong. And so if I'm going to hear counsel from God, I'm going to have to be willing to hear the warnings. In fact, he said earlier in this, he said, I warned you night and day with tears. So when Paul was teaching and he was bringing the counsel of Scripture, he was not only bringing those encouragement things, your life's going to be better if you do this. He was also bringing the warning of Scripture, the admonition of Scripture, the, 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 well, the warning of Scripture. He brought that counsel as well. And he said, I have not shunned this is verse 27, Acts 20, 27. I have not shunned to declare to you the entire counsel of God. Uh, the Amplified says, For I never shrank back, or I kept back or fell short from declaring to you the whole purpose and plan and counsel of God. But he says, Take heed. In other words, he's given them another warning. Now, these elders, he's going to leave them. They're not going to see him anymore. So he's leaving them with this warning. Now, again, I'm talking to men, men who have, who have aimed their lives at Christ-likeness, and, and hopefully you're a part of a congregation, some sort of assembly of believers, whatever that expression looks like. Here's something we need to be warned of today. We need to take heed just like they took heed because it wasn't just an issue then, it's an issue today. And this is what the whole book of Jude was about. This is what the whole chapter of 2 Peter 2 was about, that we have to be on guard as men in our, in our local churches. We need to be supporting the leadership of the local church. We need to be supporting the, the local family that we are watchful and aware of what Paul warned those elders of. He's warning you and I about. He says, take heed therefore to yourselves and to the, all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you an overseer to feed the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departing, 
grievous wolves will enter in among you, and they will not spare the flock. Also of your own selves. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. He's talking to a whole group of elders. He says, there shall from, a, from your own selves among you arise men speaking perverse things, trying to draw disciples away for themselves. Wow. Man, Paul was, was not joking. He was going to tell them exactly what they needed to hear. And we need to make sure that when we, perhaps some of you, are teachers of the Word of God, you have a platform to teach. Maybe in, at, a, at a minimum, we all as men are teachers. If you have a family, if you're married, I mean, we need to be talking and teaching the Word of God to our families. We need to be discussing the Word of God, maybe taking some of the things we talk about here on the Marksman podcast and talk with your families, talk with your spouse. If you don't, if you're not married, if you don't have a, you know, children yet, Talk with other believers, talk with other men, talk with other brothers and sisters in Christ about these things, because this was not just an issue back then in the early church. It's even more pronounced now more than ever. He says, know this, that of your own self, men shall arise. This is Acts 20, verse 30, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore, watch. Watch and remember that by the space of three years, I did not cease to warn everyone night and day with tears. Now, I want us to consider that, that a lot of what Paul did when he taught the word, he was bringing forth warnings. He wasn't just bringing forth scripture that explained and gave instruction. He was actually bringing forth a warning. And perhaps you can kind of feel that's the tone of today's conversation. Because I mean, there's a warning I have to admonish you with. There's a warning. If I'm going to bring you men, the whole counsel of God, then I can't just tell you the things only that are encouraging to you. I need to also be willing to exhort you with correction, exhort you with warnings from scripture. Just like that's what I need. It's what we all need to get the whole counsel of God. Because in this book, in the Bible, yeah, there's wonderful, wonderful promises but there's also many wonderful warnings. And those warnings aren't to diminish our life and to restrict our lives. Those warnings are to keep us out of the ditch. Those warnings are to keep us from going off the cliff. Like it says in the book of Proverbs, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is death. It can seem right. It can make sense. It can feel right. It can look right. Everybody can be doing it. And yet the Bible says you could still end up in death. Jesus said it this way. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. Narrow is the way that leads to life. And few actually find it. So these are warnings that scripture gives us. And we need to be just as excited about the warnings as we are about the promises of God. So he goes on to say, 
I'm going to be leaving you, and I'm sure just as soon as I leave, wolves are going to come in. Wolves in sheep's clothing. Even some of you, those men from among you will arise, speaking perverse or twisting things. And that's what Jude talks about. The Holy Epistle of Jude, one chapter. The Holy Epistle is about men who came in and twisted the grace of God message. Twisted the grace of God and turned it into licentiousness, turned it into a lack of restraint. Just anything goes. We can do anything because we're under grace. Twisting the word of God and the counsel of scripture. And so that's what the whole book of Jude's about. The whole chapter of Second Peter 2, it's almost like a, a mirror parallel to Jude's epistle. It's a warning like Paul's warning these uh, elders. He said, men shall arise even among you, verse 30, speaking perverse things, trying to draw away disciples after them. He says, therefore, watch and remember that by the space of three years, I did not cease to warn every one of you night and day with tears. But now, brethren, I commend you to God. Oh, are you ready for this? This is an awesome verse. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. Glory be to God. And so that's the place you have to go sometimes as a minister. And in in many ways, we're all ministers. We know that we're all ministers of reconciliation. We're all ministers of the gospel. You don't have to have a platform or a pulpit to be a minister. You just have to have Christ in you, and you're going to have compassion for the lost, and you're going to want to reach the lost and make disciples. But as we do that, as we make disciples, we got to make sure that we're bringing the whole counsel of the Word of God, which includes not only the promises, but the warnings of Scripture. we got to give people the warning. Jesus warned his disciples Paul, the early apostles, warned their followers. And you and I need to make sure that those that we're mentoring, those that we're working in discipleship with, that we're not only giving them the promises of the future and things being better, but we're also giving them the warnings of Scripture that there are there's, there's many doctrines out there. And now more than ever, we've got to be on guard against the wind of doctrines. And that's why it says in Ephesians 4, Jesus gave gifts unto men, the apostle, uh, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist, for the perfecting of the, of the saints, for the maturing of the saints, for the work of the ministry. It says, because there's many winds of doctrine, and I don't want you to be tossed to and fro. And so one of the things that happens through those ministry gifts is that there's a stabilizing so that we're not just tossed with winds of doctrine. And now it was a problem then in the, in the early church, and it's a problem still here today that we need to make sure that when we're studying the scripture, we're getting the rightly divided word of God. We're getting not just the counsel of God, we're getting the whole counsel of God, which not only includes promises, but it also includes the warnings of scripture. I'll give you one last verse before we sign off here today, and it's in 2 Timothy chapter 3. Another familiar verse, I think you've probably heard it before. But again, with what we've been talking about, look at what will stand out now as we read it. 2 Timothy 3.16 All scripture is given 
by inspiration of God. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and it's profitable. All scripture, Genesis to Revelation, all scripture is profitable. It's beneficial. And it mentions what it's beneficial for, what it profits for. It's good for doctrine. That's teaching, right? And we all like teaching. Teaching is, is good. It's the first thing mentioned. It's profitable for teaching. But then it goes on for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. So do you see what stands out? Two out of the three there are in the realm of warning for correction, for reproof. Yes, for teaching or doctrine, but also for instruction in righteousness, which of course, righteousness is a gift. Righteousness is by grace through faith. And that, of course, was what got Paul in trouble <laughs> time and time again as he was preaching that our righteousness is not the works of the law. Righteousness is a gift, and it's by grace through faith. So we're going to get back into our study perhaps next week, wrap up our conversation out of Acts chapter 20, verse 24, where Paul said, none of these things move me. And I pray that you're being stabilized, you're being kind of right-sized and put back up on your feet and encouraged, staying out of the ditches, amen. And uh, it's just important because a lot of things can pull on us, men. Emotions and feelings and circumstances and the words and opinions of others. But I'm telling you, the Word of God and the Holy Ghost and the anointing will keep us focused. It'll keep us right down the center of the road where we want to be. Amen. So we're praying for you here on Marksman. We pray for everyone who listens to our podcast, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to it on a podcast platform. Know this, I've prayed for you. Families prayed for you. Pray for everyone who's listening to us. And so we're covering you in prayer and we're just believing God with you that you'll run your race, finish your course with joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 